Before we start this week's podcast, we'd like to encourage our listeners to consider donating to the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund. It's a nonprofit organization that fights for racial justice. Through litigation, advocacy, and public education, they seek structural changes to expand democracy, eliminate disparities, and achieve racial justice in a society that fulfills the promise of equality for all Americans. Visit www.naacpldf.org to donate to an incredibly important cause. Happy New Year, folks. Welcome back to the Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm so happy to be back. We took a week off last week. Had to recharge the batteries a little bit here between Christmas and New Year's, but we're back. We're ready for the offseason here, or as as I like to steal, uh, the non-point scoring season. Your host, Dustin, here, sitting across from me virtually, but... I feel like still it's it's a real thing. It's it's literally right there. Uh, my co-host Jake Trowbridge. Jake, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. I like how you did the extension because I know where you're situated at in your pod studio space, Same-sies. and I know that your reach was literally <laughs> reaching was, towards it my house. It really my house. was. <laughs> so I, I felt it, and I appreciate it. I'm doing good. We're back, baby, as certain Seinfeldian characters have said, and and it feels good. It feels good to be back. I'm not gonna lie. It really does. We have got a, a fun episode. We've been talking about doing this for two years now, essentially. Yeah. Uh, this, Before this we started the show, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking about doing this for a while. And we finally just said, fuck it. We've got to get it on the show sheet. Let's do it. You know, starting the new year, let's just get it out there. So we are doing a football movie draft tonight where we are taking all the players from our favorite football movies and we are drafting our teams with them. Um, it should be interesting to see how the teams shake out. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. But before we get into that, uh, have you seen the show on Netflix? It just came out, The History of Swear Words with Nick Cage. No, there's so many things that you just put in, I that, know. in that title. Um, my, my brain can't quite process this. The History of Swear Words, is it hosted by Nick Cage? It's hosted by Nick Cage. So it's five oh episodes, and they pick five five swear words that that they spend an episode talking about, like the whole history, the etymology, uh, and they have comedians and like historians come on and, and talk about it, and uh, it was really funny, really good. So I think the five swear words, it's fuck shit, pussy, damn, and dick. Those are the five. Damn, got in there. I know, oh, I know. Oh, that right. that was the weakest one, but uh, they have one PG episode that they. Could yeah, but uh, it was really funny. It was really funny. I uh, highly suggest you you check it out. It's it's like they're like thirty minute episodes. They're like pretty short. Like I said, it's only five episodes, so you can binge it really easy. Uh, and it's and it's just Nick Cage. He's a national treasure. <laughs> Pun intended. True. Pun intended. Oh my God. We should end it there. I, I'm pretty sure we've hit our peak <laughs> with that bit of it. I will well, definitely watch this. I will have to set aside rewatching Arrested Development for the 29th time in order to do so, but that's I think fair. I'll make an exception. That is fair. So, um, 
yeah, this will probably be a relatively short episode here this evening, which is fine. We don't we don't need to go for an hour and a half every week. Uh, and we like I said, we got to ease ourselves back into the uh, the off season here. So, uh, what are you drinking tonight, Jake? I am drinking a gift for my wonderful co-host for Christmas. It is Young Blood Brewing, which is right here in Madison, Wisconsin. It's called I'm a Peacock. Let me fight. It's a cherry pie sour with cherries, graham cracker, and vanilla. It's just perfect. Chef's kiss. Yum. It sounds delicious. It is delicious. You had me taste one a couple weeks ago when we were watching football here. Uh, it was a tasty, Delightful. tasty And beer. look at how nice and red that is. That is just like cherry pie filling out the can, isn't that it? That is. But you should have our logo um, out for the for the people to see. And, and our new sure. DTFF uh, mugs. There, you can kind of see mine there. Look at that. Mine's too dark. My beer's too Ooh. dark. <laughs> yes. Yes, we, ha- we have logo mugs, just special edition right here. So uh, if you guys ask for it, maybe we can arrange to get more. But I am drinking uh, just a Pilsner by Bent Paddle Brewing up in Duluth. Uh, easy drinker. Just a Pilsner? Just is a that Pilsner. what it's called? Is that what the beer is called, just a Pilsner? No, it's called Pilsner Lager. Which is a little redundant because a pilsner is a lager. So, uh, I'm confused. I thought a pilsner and a lager were two entirely separate things. A pilsner is a lager, it, but a it, lager is not necessarily a pilsner. Correct. Ah, it's correct. One of those. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's a little redundant, but yeah, nice easy drinker. Like I said, easing myself into 2021 here. Not true. I like it. You, you gotta. You gotta stretch. You know, before you run, you got to right. walk before you high dive, something like that. I don't know. Hard to say. <laughs> oh, Dynasty Vipers is in the chat asking, we drunk yet? If not, I'm going to be disappointed. Well, sorry, Dynasty Vipers. I am not drunk, although I have been drinking since I got off of work, uh, but not drunk. Sorry. Are you are you nearing it? Do you think uh, an ETA on uh, the time and amount it would take for you to reach that level. Ooh, a lot more, especially drinking these uh, Pilsners here. I need to start cracking into some Imperial Stouts to get me well, where hey, I need to be. Maybe, maybe for a certain segment of the show coming up here pretty quickly, you will get a boost. Do you this, think? It, it, it will definitely help. That's for sure. Okay. That's a little tip of the cap to a fun little segment that we have coming up. That's right. <laughs> But first, do we want to dive right into our drunk, 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 hammer, drunk, 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 trade of the week. Let's do it. So this one's fun. It comes from Reddit user Michelle's Boner, who says a guy traded away Alvin Kamara for Gardner Minshew in a two quarterback league dynasty two quarterback league. It's a no veto league. Good. Only the commissioner <laughs> can veto. What? So all of a sudden... Uh, How is that a no oh, veto league then if only the commission can veto? That's true. That's uh, 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 it's a thing. There's a word for it. Oxymoron? Don't help me. Ah, that's the one. I would have gotten there in five more minutes if you hadn't helped. <laughs> it would have uh, made for good only... podcasting, though. <laughs> that's true. The only thing, they say, is that Kamara went to the commission. So this guy in question who traded away Kamara drunkenly for Gardner Minshew traded it to the commissioner, who is the only person who has the capacity to veto. So a bit to unwrap there, but let's just start baseline trade. (laughs) 
What do you think? Well, obviously now, knowing what we know of how this season went, obviously that trade did not work out well for the person receiving Minshew uh, since he did not play a whole lot this season. And Kamara obviously was all-star, superstar, back to his original form, which we know and love. Yeah, helping everybody win the ship this year. So just just from that aspect, it's it was a bad trade. But then Real the, bad. But then the fact that only the commission can veto a trade and the commission is the one that got this, I, I'm thinking he would have probably vetoed this trade, he or she, I shouldn't say he, mm-hmm. uh, that the commissioner probably would have vetoed this or there would have been discussion of vetoing had the commission not been involved. That's just my guess. Uh, obviously, yeah. we don't have all the information here, but yeah, bad trade all around, though. Doesn't matter how you try to slice this. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Like, even if you think Minshew will get a starting job somewhere next year, somehow, some way, which I don't really see. Even if you think that, it's it's just not. It's not working out for you. Alvin Kamara was the running back one in PPR formats this mm-hmm. year. You don't. And he's not going anywhere yeah. uh, next year. I think um, even without Drew Brees, yeah, he's a smash top five guy for the next couple of years. It's bad. What's weird is that the the person who submitted this made it very clear that the commissioner has veto powers, which makes me feel like they've ruled with an iron fist at some mm-hmm. point in the past. Yeah, same here. That just with that wording, I agree. Um, well, Michelle's boner, not a good trade. Uh, doesn't sound like you were directly involved, which is good. Um, so, so we can't really tease you on that, but yeah, that's, that's a pretty horse shit trade all around <laughs> horse shit trade of the week. That's we right. Renamed the segment for this one. Okay. Well, Jake, now we have to hit our beer bet payout for this sure for two weeks ago, since we did not podcast last week. So to remind all of our listeners out there two weeks ago, we made two bets on the podcast with, uh, Debbie Kane. Kane. Fossil. Yes, Kane Fossil. Debbie Kane was joined us. So our first bet was Calvin Ridley versus Tyree Kill for PPR points. Uh Calvin Ridley ended up with 17.3. Tyreek Hill had 10.5. So Jake, you lost that one. Where Kane and myself won that one. But then Kane threw a second trade, or a second trade, a second uh, bet out there uh, for us, which was P. Rivers versus Big Ben. And Philip Rivers ended up with 11.8 PPR points, and Big Ben had 25.5 PPR points. And I took Rivers on this one and lost, and Kane and Jake, you both took Big Ben. So Kane won both. By and a wide margin. By a wide I margin. Yes. Neither of these were close. That's right. Uh, Jake, we each won one and lost one. Um, I don't think we need to tell each other we are great fantasy analysts slash prognosticators, geniuses. Uh, I think that goes directly to Kane. Since he won both, it's only fitting okay. that 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 we give him the props. So uh, I've got my shot here. I'm doing this uh, uh, cranberry martini mixer thing. It's got dried fruit in it that you just soak your vodka in. And uh, it's the only thing I had in the house that wasn't really, really nasty. So that's what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> that you know of. You haven't tasted it yet. It could this be anything. This is true. 
having a deep eddy lemon flavored vodka, which you freeze and it's almost like slushy. So really, this is a, a victory for me <laughs> in a way twice. Um, but, I, you know, I, I appreciate it so much. And it's our first one back after a week that I'm actually doing a double just Ooh, because look at you. you know, it's, it's, it's a good liquor. Uh, these were two bets. Uh, it's our first pod from the 2021. I'm making up excuses. I just wanted to drink a little bit more. Hey, so. nice. <laughs> well, Kane, you are an amazing fantasy football prognosticator slash genius. Agreed. Ditto. Kudos. Kudos to you, sir. <sighs> Young full stiltskin. Yep. It was vodka. Oh, you get every, every last bit of that. The yep. cranberry didn't do enough for you. Nope. <laughs> tastes like tastes like gasoline. On a scale of one to ten, how much did that taste like cranberry? Zero. All I tasted was vodka. Okay, that's so, all I tasted. Probably needed to let that sit, let that guy sit a little bit longer. Probably. <laughs> what you're uh, for for future drinks, maybe go ahead and give it an extra soak. Yeah, definitely. So, so I also came out on top uh, in the shot of liquor department. You just definitely did. Kudos to me. Kudos to you. <laughs> take the, take those little victories when you can get them, Jake. That's true. I'm I'm going to. I'll snip out that little part of the pod and post it so Kane can see it because he deserves it. Mm-hmm. And I just realized that we have to come up with something by the end, unless you don't want to. We don't have to make a an extra beer bet tonight, but we'll see. We'll just see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Perfect. All right. Well, before we jump into the heart which is the actual mock draft, I'm going to go ahead and let the folks out there know that Monkey Night Fight is still here for you. Daily fantasy sports. The season is over. Even you weird week seven teamers, uh, seventeeners, I guess, out there who play your fantasy championships in week 17, it's all done. You've got nothing left. Except Monkey Knife Fight. You can pick any game that is available from an NFL slate. Every game from the Super Wild Card Weekend will be available from Monkey Knife Fight. All you have to do, pick the game, pick the players that you want to choose higher or lower on their specific lines. Let's say somebody's uh, going to put out the, the, the Tom Brady 300-yard passing line. Do you want more or less? You pick one, you pick right, you win money. It's really that easy. All you have to do is go to monkeyknifefight.com. Uh, also, use the promo code DTFF, and you will get up to $50 matched in your account. So um, do that. Enjoy. And watch some damn playoff football. Absolutely. All right. So we are moving on. I am, and I am just – I am so jazzed for this. Uh, I, as I was doing research – for the draft uh, this weekend, my wife kept asking me, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm doing research. I'm like, this, this is, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> this show finally got me to watch uh, a couple of movies that I hadn't seen. And I'm damn sure glad that I did now. Cause I'm going to be drafting some folks. I'd never seen any given Sunday. And I felt like it would be egregious to not see it before this. So I'm very excited. Yes. So um, before we get into this and start making picks, how, Jake, do you want to establish who picks first? We should have talked about this off air ahead of time, but, you know. I like to let people into the process fully. 
you know, full transparency here. That's what we're about. They, they need to see how the sausage is made. And I'm not just saying that because I was too lazy uh, to think of it ahead of time. So my suggestion here, there's a couple of things that we can do. We can do because we have the benefit of, uh, of the Zoom or the StreamYard here is we can do a legit rock, paper, scissors. That was my thought. Okay. I know that's not very exciting audio-wise for the listeners, but we'll say rock, paper, scissors, shoot as we do it. So I feel like that... That qualifies. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. And we're not, none of this two out of three bullshit either. All just right? winner, winner takes all. Winner takes first spot in the draft. And obviously, we're just going back and forth. So it's not yes. as if there's a huge advantage here. Oh, but as oh, oh, to, well, oh. Trying to, trying to play it off that you don't care if you get the 101. <laughs> no, you know who I want to draft 101. So I do care about that, but probably not as much after that. So are right, we ready? ready? We go rock, paper, scissors, and on shoot. Then you shoot. To all play. right. All right. Okay. Ready? Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Shoot. Okay, that we both went paper, so we gotta right. do again. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Yeah. I feel like you're you you delayed yourself on purpose, but I'm not gonna call you out for it. It's fine. You're over here slowing down to half, half speed for those those uh warm-ups. It's it's all right. You get the one oh one, I got the better shot before, so it's only fair. Oh, <sighs> I, I really didn't expect to get the 101. I'm not going to lie here. Um, you goddamn liar. <laughs> you know, so now the, the question, and, and I don't know if, um, obviously for the folks watching the live stream right now, you can see the draft board as we will have up as we go. We're going to go ahead and pop that up so, so everybody can follow mm -hmm. along. But it is. We, we, we have to fill out a legit roster here. This isn't like four spots. Right. I mean, we're doing quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, kicker. Yes, kicker. And, and defense. defense. Special so, so, yeah, kind of a, more of a your standard PPR league here. We're not going super flex or anything like that. So uh, I, I will say, as I was going through and, like I said, doing research for this, uh, there is not a lot of uh, tight ends or kickers in football movies, believe it or not, <laughs> at least that I could find. So, um, so yeah, it was, uh, it, it was slim pickings there, but, um, you've got to take someone that is going to be the cornerstone of your franchise. And that, that's a quarterback. So I got to go quarterback position here. Now, Jake, I know who you want to pick. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to pick that person. Really? Yeah, I am going with Steeman Willie Beeman, Jamie Foxx from Any Given Sunday as as my 101. He's got all the goods. He's got the swagger that you like to see. Uh, he he he's the guy. Interesting. So you went you went Steeman Willie yep. above who I think I think any reasonable person expected you to pick. Uh, a certain well-coiffed gentleman by the name of Keanu Reeves in real life, but you didn't mm. do that. And you, and you had two, two Keanu quarterbacks. I know. I know. There's I know. point break version, Johnny yep, Utah. Johnny Utah. Yep. And there's replacements version, uh, Shane Falco. And you went neither. So. And, and honestly, if I would have picked one, I probably would have went Johnny Utah. Yeah. Okay. So you would have Utah, yeah. who had been out of football for many moons at that point. Well, over, 
I mean, technically Shane Falco had as well, but he came back. <laughs> exactly. came back. Okay, let's answer this question anyway. in the chat really quick. Wahaj Malik just joined us and asked, what's this supposed to be? Wahaj, this is supposed to be fun. And it is supposed to be a uh, a, a vehement back and forth between myself and Dustin, uh, basically trying to best each other in uh, movie knowledge, I think is really what it comes down to. That's right. Is that fair? That's fair. That was, that was a good summary. Thank you. So, now, Jake, you're on the clock here. Who who are you going to advantage. I get the advantage now because I already know if this is one quarterback league. There's nobody else drafting here. I already know that I get the quarterback to my liking, and this we all true. know who that's going to be. So I'm going to go. And you get two picks. Direction. You get two picks in a row now because we're going to snake oh, it. So, we're snaking it. Yeah, we're going to snake it. So you get two picks. Okay, so you know what I want to do here is I want to load up on a couple of onesie positions that are going to be very, very important because you already noted, not a lot of tight end options to choose. So I'm going to go tight end here. Mm-hmm. Kicker, if there was one other person that I wanted on my draft in my team besides Shane Falco, it's his fellow replacement co-star, Reese Efons, who you may know as Vision from the Marvel movies. But you should also know him as the kicker, Nigel Gruff from The Replacement. He's wiry. He's very, very wiry. And you know what? More than just being wiry, he proves himself not with accuracy, but also with dedication. He had a chance in that movie, spoiler alert, to uh, get out of mob debt if he had and shanked a kick. Um, Now, technically, he didn't get the opportunity to blast that kick, but I would like to think that he would have done the straight and narrow thing uh, and put it through the uprights. So I'm going Nigel Gruff as my kicker. Ooh, kicker with your 102. That that's a that that's a bold move, Cotton. Yeah, you don't you don't get a lot of those, do you? <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, this one is also interesting. I'm going tight end here, and it's only for lack of options, or uh, you know, there's not a lot of depth in these movies, mm-hmm. at least from what I could glean. So I'm sticking with the replacements for this one, and I promise. All of my players are not going to be from the replacements here, but this one is. Uh, his name in real life is David Denman. You might also know him from The Office, where he plays Roy, Pam's uh, ex-husband. It's Beyonce. Brian, it's Brian Murphy is his name in the actual movie, and he's deaf. Now, you might think that's a hindrance. I think they show throughout that film it is not. He it's is definitely not. Stellar. He has the uh, the game winning touchdown and the movie winning touchdown against mm-hmm. spoiler alert at the end of that. Yeah, and, uh, and and let's just as an aside here, if any of you have not seen the replacements at this point, go watch it immediately when you're done listening to this podcast because it is just a great feel good movie, lots of laughs, great comedy, uh, and it's football related. Uh, it, it is one of my more favorite football movies out there. Can we just spend the rest of this episode just walking through our favorite parts of the replacements? We we probably could. It'd probably be more interesting than this, let's be honest. I, I don't know. I, I think we're about to start heating up here, though. So you right. get the back-to-back now. So now uh, I am back-to-back. Um, and, you know, I since, since you've already taken tight end and kicker, it's kind of the reverse here where... I know you're not going to draft those positions. So now I can focus on, on the other stud positions here of wide receiver and running back. Uh, and really the, the first pick here, 
is going to be a wide receiver. And I feel like this is a no brainer as well. Um, I am taking Rod Tidwell from Jerry Maguire, Cuba Gooden Jr. Yeah, as as my one. wide receiver. Um, hey, he called it. Show me the money. And he went out and produced. He caught the big game-winning catch. I think we're coming up with a, a theme here of uh, player, <laughs> players that come through big at the end. Uh, but, yeah, he, he is everything you want from a wide receiver. Got a little bit of that diva attitude. He's got the swagger, but he also backs it up on the field. So that's why I am going to take him. And then, ooh, now comes now comes the more interesting pick here. Do I go back-to-back wide receivers? And and get two studs and kind of leave you with with the the dregs, or do I take my running back here? Ooh, look, I'm not trying to tell you how to draft here by any means, but I, I, if I was in your position right now, I would go ahead and snag a running back because if you don't, I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm coming with the heat. That's fine. I'm, I'm looking. I, I, I've got a whole spreadsheet here of movies and positions and players. Um, <laughs> of and, course you do. Oh, yeah. It's it's beautiful. Uh, I, I think I'm going to go. Ooh, I don't know. I think I want to go wide receiver again. Um, no, no, I don't. Oh? I'm going to go running back. Um, there you go. And I'll explain why when I get around to my picks next time here, because I don't want to. I don't. I want to influence you with, with with your picks here, Jake. So, oh, you you don't want to give away your hot draft strategy live on air. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I am gonna go with um, from the longest yard, the remake with Adam Sandler. I'm I'm taking Nelly as Earl Meggett as my running back of of All the right. Mean Machine. Uh, he ran so fast that that he ran out of his shoes when they were practicing. I mean, the guy is electric out there, and he doesn't have the diva attitude. I feel like with my quarterback and my wide receiver, I've, I've got some diva um, tendencies here, and I need someone that's just going to go out and play and is humble, and that's that's Earl Meggett. Now, I'm a little concerned at this point because here you are praising a man for his inability to keep his shoes on. It's because he ran and so I just fast. Feel like it, I, I feel like it's bad strategy. I, I, I don't feel like the research holds up there. I think that's an oversight. Plainly, I like guys on my team who have shoes and keep their shoes on. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we what we have going on here is a little bit of that A.J. Hawk situation of how we always used to talk former linebacker great A.J. Hawk for the Green Bay Packers could almost you could bank on at least five plays a game where his, his helmet would come off. I was going to I was going to say like reason. every other defensive play it would come off. I swear it was that often. <laughs> it was frequent. It was it was frequent and it was too frequent. And you had to wonder why, because sometimes he wasn't even near the play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wasn't even near the tackle, and his helmet would still come off. Uh, so I, I fear that's what you're getting with Earl, but you know what? It's not my draft. That's your draft. So now it comes back to me. And I, I don't know. There's a temptation here to lock down the last onesie that neither of us have gone for and take my defense here. This is the complete opposite 
of my actual <laughs> fantasy draft strategy. If I started with three picks of a kicker, tight end, and defense in an actual fantasy football draft, I feel like I, somebody would have to check with me to to see if I smelled toast because I might be having a stroke. <laughs> Do you taste pennies? Do <laughs> yes, but it, but it's a serious consideration here. I, I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm going to hit with the hammer like I said I was going to a little bit earlier. If you passed up running back, I was going to go hard running back, and and I'm going to stick with that. Okay. Um, do you still have one left to fill? And I don't want you to have this person. Maybe it's recency bias because it's the last movie I watched here. But any given Sunday, it's rearing its head, and I want. LL Cool J, a.k.a. Julian J-Man Washington. What up, LL? <laughs> now, yes, is he uh, is he a little bit arrogant? Yeah, you, you sure bet he is. Do I like a little bit of arrogance in my running backs? You sure bet I do. See Aaron Jones, for example. J-Man is the kind of guy who would bust out the Macho Man Randy Savage uh, sunglasses on, mm-hmm. the, on the sideline. And I'll be honest, th- that I was considering him as my my number one running back but ultimately i decided no so i, I it was a toss-up between uh j-man there and earl meggett so i like the pick fair enough so I, i'm glad i snuck in there then and, and i didn't go defense can i just say my one hesitation in drafting ll cool j-man here uh is that his teammates often refer to him as a merc which means a mercenary, uh, especially your quarterback, Steeman Willie Beeman, claims that he'll be gone before next season. You know, so there's always the issue that long term here. I don't know if we're we're talking dynasty or redraft. It doesn't really matter. It's fake. But if we were talking <laughs> dynasty, I might have some concern. Could be a Love Bell situation. Mm-hmm. But uh, as it stands, I'm happy. I'm going to double down on running back. By the way. This one might be a little bit left field, but but I, I'm so ready for it. I am going to take a rookie. And by rookie, I mean somebody who did not actually play in the uh, pros for the movie. But I feel like now just we can be a little flexible here with the timelines. And I'm going to suggest that this person is just coming out in their rookie year. And he's a dual threat. Because he started off on one side playing offense. And then they moved him over to defense. Because he got benched. And you know what? He did great. He did great in both roles. It's P.D. Jones, played by your friend and mine, Donald Faison, a.k.a. Turk from Scrubs. And and Donald, if you're listening to this, um, please please hit us up here if you love this pick uh, here that Jake has. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> I think that if, if he was ever going to listen to an episode, I'd like to think this is the one he would. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. so I get some dual threat. I can technically have him score some defensive points for me as well. See, you got to look at upside with these guys. I, I, you I do. feel like that's the common thread of my team personally is I'm all about the upside. You definitely are all about the upside here. Well, I'm going to go back to back again with running backs and wide receivers, uh, especially wide receivers since you have not taken one yet. Um, so I really want to, you know, Leave, leave you with with some questionable picks here. Um, now, I, I do have a conundrum here with wide receiver because there's two wide receivers I really want. And right so I, I, I've got very much a, another alpha 
wide receiver here that can go up and moss everybody, so to speak? Or do I want a grinder, yeah, a good slot grinder wide receiver that will just do the dirty work, get the short yards, and and someone I can count on? So so who do I want? want? That welter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oof, and this makes it tough because I thought maybe you'd take a wide receiver and uh, take the decision away from me. No, sir. You know what? If I'm going strictly, I got to go strictly for upside on my team. Uh, I, I want a team that can score points at any given time. So I'm going to go with Deacon Moss, a.k.a. Ooh. Michael Irvin from The Longest Yard. And what can yeah. I say that it's Michael Irvin? We know what he did on the field. He was a stud. <laughs> It transfers over to the movie. Here. I feel like you're getting to abide him with his real life attributes and is skewing his role in the film. Okay, which was did you literally so great? Did you see him in the movie? I mean, yeah. come on, he just he mossed people all all day long and just housed it. So, uh, so yeah, I took him, and now I will go back to running back here, and this may be a little bit of a, a, a questionable pick here I feel like um, I'm going to go with James Booby Miles from who? Varsity Blues or no Friday Night Lights oh okay yeah Friday Night Lights say, I remember Varsity Blues very well and there was no well there was boobies but there, there was not a character named Booby in that film yes he was he was the running back in Friday Night Lights he uh, tore his ACL or partially tore his ACL during the season and then tried to come back too early before it was healed. I feel like he would get that shit corrected and he would, and he was a freak on the field. Like he was the number one running back in Texas high school football. Like what's not to love about that prospect right there. So I'll take the upside there as my number two running back on the team. Look, man, I, uh, I really can't argue with that at all. Uh, Thank you. Damn. (laughs) it's not look it's not a, it's not a oh, fuck that duo of picks is actually really good thank you <laughs> relish it i'm not gonna say that oh, I, I, I am. <laughs> you i'll just you sit here and uh sip my beer and be perfectly content now from a from a strategic standpoint <laughs> i still want to go lock down the defense <laughs> and and you know what I want to do is um, I want to go a little bit left field here because, look, we don't play IDP, uh, or, or I should say we do not advise on IDP Correct. in this in this podcast. And That's I have never more. played IDP. I have I understand the concept of it. I've just never participated in it. Now, I've I've played IDP for my first time. First time this year. Shout out to Jordan Reigns who invited me to his IDP league. But he did teach me the value of having that one crucial guy. It's not always about the defense as a whole. It's about sometimes just having that one crucial guy. And for me, if there's ever a player on defense in these movies that is crucial to his team's success, it is Mr. Bobby Boucher from The Waterboy. Played by Adam Sandler, 
Would you would you question me at all here, Dustin, if I said he is the greatest defensive player to ever grace film and screen? I, I would question that that claim. Really? Interesting. Why, why, why sir? Why why are you going to say that? Greatest defensive player, Rudy. Absolutely, Rudy. Absolutely. Have oh well, yeah. yeah. Look, oh, okay, <laughs> look. There's a case. There's a case to be made. I, I'm just saying. I never saw I Rudy drop kick nobody. Well, this is true because huh? he he had uh, more class than that. Oh please, he respected class is he respected overrated. the uniform. <laughs> class is overrated, especially for uh, defensive players in fantasy football. So I'm going with Bobby Boucher, and by extension, the Cougars. All right, from the Water Boy as my defense. Fair enough. And now look, all, all of the positions that you have. Uh, I I don't basically at this point, so it's really just filling in the blanks. I know you're not going to be able to snipe me on anybody. Yeah, so same-sies. it's my pick of the litter, <laughs> and I want to I want to start off that pick, going back to the replacements. And I know that I said I wasn't going to only draft replacement players here, and that's true. But I'm going to draft mostly <laughs> replacement <laughs> players. So we know what your favorite no- movie is. <laughs> There's no way that I can walk away from the upside that Clifford Franklin exhibits in that film as a wide receiver. Does he always make the catches? No. I was going to say, I want someone that catches the damn ball. You talk about someone in my running back that can't stay in his shoes. I want someone that can catch the ball. Like, that's your job. Okay, but but I, I think we can agree by the end of that film slash season, Clifford Franklin really comes on hot. Yes, he and, does. And that's what you got to look for. You know, he comes on real hot at the end there. Yeah, he had some Nelson Aguilar-esque drops, which mm-hmm. were very frustrating. Or for our purposes, some Marquez Valdez-Scantling-esque drops. But Well, and let's, and let's be honest, he starts the best um, singing slash line dancing scene in, in a movie. That, I mean, that's that's undebatable. Yeah, I would say. So, I mean, he's got that remember, going from as well. Do, do you remember what the song is that they line dance to in the movie? Yeah. At first, do I you? was afraid. I was petrified. Yes. Oh yeah. They will survive. <laughs> he will survive. I will survive. Survive this draft with the uh, the best players. So Clifford Franklin is my upside wide receiver. Technically, by the way, did you know this? I mean, technically, he's a slot receiver. He doesn't really come across as one on film. Mm-hmm. Technical. Yeah. So I feel like I'm still going to get the volume there too with the upside. Nice. All right. So here we go. My last back to back picks here. And I'm going to go like how I normally would. I'll do tight end, kicker, defense, just because I can. Um, mm-hmm. So my tight end here. And again, as I said early on, there wasn't a lot of options, but I'm going with Cheeseburger Eddie. <laughs> Terry Crews. Uh, he's got the the fries that'll dry your eyes. He's got the shakes that'll make you quake. And he's a physical specimen, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It's true>. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going with Cheeseburger Eddie as my tight end. As you seem to be going with mostly uh, players from the replacements, I seem to be loading up on some longest yard players here on my team. That's fair. That's fair. Can I just say that it would be very difficult? There's a subsection of football movies out here that made it very difficult to actually draft players from. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I can't in good conscience draft a little giant 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> draft, exactly. Uh, a nine-year-old here. Yeah, we could we could project them into the future, but let's face it, I'm not a good enough tape grinder to do that. <laughs> exactly. All right, and then um, for my kicker, um, I actually believe it or not, I have a couple options here. There, there's not just one clear-cut option. Oh. My the one I'm going to go with is Lucy Draper. I I will be the first person to have a female in in the league here uh taking kathy ireland as my kicker she was uh in the movie necessary roughness for those of you that hasn't seen it honorable mention here for kicker that i thought about going with ray finkel no you why would you invite that (laughs) jinx onto your team dustin that would have been a grave mistake so i'm glad that you sidestepped that he was one of the most accurate kickers ever until he missed one and lost his damn mind but yeah until it mattered and then he went full on crazy person he did he did but it was an honorable <laughs> mention I, when i was looking through i'm like ooh, i got a fun one as a third option what, what you wanted to do is you wanted to draft you know three years prior ray finkel True. onto your team when things were going well that's right and uh you know i just don't i don't feel like that would be fair for this draft. <laughs> so lucy draper i i think is a great one we have yep. talked about when we've talked about this draft in the past because obviously we've talked about this now fun it would be i think we both agreed there are really only two kickers that we truly were going to consider and we both yep. we both got them. absolutely all right jake you Not have the idea. last two picks here all right, last two picks. I need to fill my wide receiver and quarterback slot. And wide receiver, you know, you would think when going through these movies that there would be a dearth of options. No. You would just have wide receiver upon wide receiver to go off of. And maybe, you know, if you look deep enough. But if you're just looking surface level at people who actually got, you know, like real screen time, you're, you're not going to find many options. So I'm once again forced choose do i go upside because really there's two options left for me and the two options are charlie tweeter from varsity blues mm-hmm. which is played by uh one of the cons scott con scott con yeah uh, you might know him as one of the lovable goofballs in the oceans 11 franchise mm-hmm. he's great him and uh the other affleck see it's just a con and okay you know the actual names. I just know the last names, apparently. But they are a great duo. No, mm-hmm. I'm not drafting from Ocean's Eleven. But I have Scott Kahn, Charlie Tweeter, mm-hmm. who, again, tremendous upside. You know, But but can you trust him? Yeah, he's got a big personality. He's good on special teams. But he has upside, but can you trust him? Meanwhile, there's old, reliable Phil Elliott from any given Sunday is the old bones there. You just need a quick little pass over the middle. It's Phil Elliott. Can I tell you, I don't even know who plays this guy. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> see who plays him. It doesn't matter. He he, he might as well just be played by uh, the, the love child of Wes Welker and Larry Fitzgerald because he's, <laughs> he's the old reliable there. And I'm really tempted. Uh, all I've got is upside. Sometimes I think you need to take the safety, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but in the spirit of my team, I can't do it. I'm doing Charlie Tweeter, and maybe it's just because I'm a I'm a glutton for screen time. 
and what a personality on Mr. Khan. I'm going tweeter. Yep, that that was the other uh, wide receiver I was thinking about taking. Uh, like I said, just you, you want someone that that's a grinder in there. Um, and 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 fun fact, if I may interject something personal into this, Varsity Blues mm. was the first date movie of my now wife Lindsay back in the day. Uh, we went and saw that in the theater. I took her to see Varsity Blues. That was your first date movie? That, that was our that's first so date much, movie. That's so much better than my first date movie with my missus, which was uh, The Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> Ooh, that is an interesting choice. <laughs> yeah, interesting is not the word that she would use to describe that movie. Uh, you know, I went in with it thinking that it would be a good, like, scary movie. And, oh, she'll, you know, she'll want to, like hold my arm a lot through it and it's not that kind of scary movie oh my lord all right jake give us your last pick here i (laughs) wait no you get to go i i did my last two now you get your defense and i take my qb oh really you did your two oh yep yep i i went uh with uh did i maybe i didn't no. no, you're right. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I think I just secretly wanted to save this to the end because I'm so overly dramatic. But I'm going to take my quarterback, which is anti-drama at this point because I think anybody who's still listening, thank you, is, is in the know about who I'm going to take. And it is from the replacements. Keanu Reeves coming back to save the day, crossing the picket line. And delivering strikes on strikes on strikes. It's not Johnny Utah. Much as an argument could still be made. It is instead replacement level quarterback action. Dustin, do you know who I'm talking about? Shane Falco. Shane motherfucking Falco is my final pick as quarterback of my football movie draft. And can we just say for a moment how... Keanu Reeves has played two college-level quarterbacks in his backstory in two different movies. That's impressive. And both quarterbacks had, uh, according to their backstories, all the talent to do anything they wanted, Mm -hmm. clearly. I mean, they're they're talked about relentlessly in an optimistic fashion. Uh, Even noted bad boy uh, Patrick Swayze has some some very nice things to say about Johnny Utah in Point Break, but... Can you trust hearsay? That's all I'm saying. You see, you saw that game, that football mm-hmm. game they played on the beach. I don't know. He didn't look all that great to me. Oh, stop it. <laughs> all right. And then I will just end this up with the mean machine as my defense. They'll play dirty. They'll play tough. They'll play outside the lines. They've got attitude. I'll take them. Now, where is where is mean machine from? What what The film? longest That's- yard. Is that the original or the remake? You have to ask. The remake. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure. So, there could be some some older older folks who remember the the, the premiere version yes. of that very fondly. I, with with Burt Reynolds. Ooh, buddy. Burt the Stash Reynolds. That's God right. Damn right. So, Jake, why don't you list off your team here real quick for everyone as a recap? I would fucking love to. So my fantasy football. Eight-man team looks like Shane Falco captaining uh, with or without the Washington Sentinels. It really doesn't matter. He was the Washington Sentinels from the replacements, followed by LL Cool J-Man from uh, Any Given Sunday. In my 
my first running back slot, my second running back slot, Petey Jones, who can play both sides of the ball, Donald Faison in uh, Remember the Titans. Then we got Clifford Franklin going back to the replacements as my wide receiver one. Charlie Tweeter from Varsity Blues as my wide receiver two. The deaf but very capable Brian Murphy as my tight end from the replacements. Also from the replacements, kicker Nigel Gruff, who is wiry and accurate. And my defense, it's really centered around Bobby Boucher, but it's the entire Cougars group from the Waterboy. Yes. Nice draft, Jake. So my team is at quarterback. I've got Steeman Willie Beeman. At running backs, I've got Earl Meggett and James Booby Miles. Wide receiver, I got Rod Tid- Tidwell and Deacon Moss. Tight end, I've got Cheeseburger Eddie. Kicker, I've got the lovely Lucy Draper. And defense, I've got the Mean Machine. So that rounds out our football draft here. Uh, some surprises that you know nobody, neither of us brought up here. I mean, we had we had a plethora of options for quarterback. Uh, we had Scott Bakula True. from the Necessary Roughness, Paul Blake. Absolutely. He would have been a great choice. You had two choices from Varsity Blues. You had James Vanderbeek as Jonathan Moxon, or you had Paul Walker as Lance Harbor, the quarterback that got hurt. I mean, what's not yeah, the but level? Dustin, can I just say, in, can I just say in, in regards to uh, Dawson from Dawson's Creek, I don't want his life. <laughs> on my draft lineup. <laughs> nice. Um, Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, you, you did. You did. That was that was something else. Uh, I'm trying to look here. We had uh, from the program running back. We had Darnell Jefferson played by Omar Epps. Did not get mentioned. We didn't mention the program, but once until you brought it up. Now, yeah, it's kind of our bad. Maybe. Yeah. Um, we did not bring up draft day at all. We had Arian Foster playing Ray Jennings in draft day. That's true. Draft day was a, a kind of a dark horse candidate, mm-hmm. but you never really got to see the action. You just knew where they valued them. The right. GMs did, you know, in terms of their rankings, but we never got to see the action. Uh, another running back here from a very far out movie. You probably, I don't know if you, you have to tell me if you've seen this from the last boy scout. I have seen the last boy scout. Yeah. A Billy um, blanks. He plays Billy Cole running back. Or he did yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously with Brian's song, Billy D. Williams as Gail Sayers. That, that would have been a, a yeah, good that's one. Probably the biggest oversight, if I'm being honest, about about missing. Um, are we, are we going to bring up Invincible? Oh, of course. Say? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we have Vince okay. Papale, Marky Mark Wahlberg, yeah. uh, which another one of those just grinder. Lots of heart that you love to see on your team. <laughs> And then, and then here, miles here, and miles of heart. Here, here's one that I want to get your opinion on uh, for a wide receiver. Uh, this I, I saw when I was doing research listed as a wide receiver slash kick returner, and that's Forrest Gump. He's oh, he's not just special teams, huh? That, I mean, I, obviously that's the scene everybody yeah, remembers, right? Can I be honest though? I've never seen that entire movie. What? Uh, I know, I know. But I've seen the highlights, and I saw him return that <laughs> kick. <laughs> well, and then of course, look, maybe based on that, he could have slotted into my special teams. Yeah, but, you know, just you can't trust it. He's pretty flighty, from what I understand. He is. So, um, and then really one more uh, that I think of is for wide receivers: Bill Bellamy as Jimmy Sanderson in Any Given Sunday. 
but that's about it. Fair. There wasn't a whole lot of other options, to be honest. Um, yeah, there was some. You know, we didn't list all of them here. But uh, once you got past the quarterbacks, it really started to drop off really fast. Uh, running backs, there was a good number. But, yeah, wide receiver, not as many as you think. Tight end, I had three on my list. Kickers, I had three. Defense, you could probably pick any of the teams if you really wanted to. But not that many True. were truly highlighted. Well, and you know why you wouldn't pick many defenses is because every football movie is told from the perspective of the offense and what always happens to the defenses they're playing against. Mm-hmm. They always lose. Exactly. So you can't pick any of them and you never get screen time with the other defenses. There's a lot of uh, uh, time focused away from skill position players. <laughs> a lot of these films, the blind side is entirely about the offense. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't help you. Nope. Um, once we get into Leatherhead's territory, that's scary. Yeah. I'm not drafting somebody from the 50s who can't even keep <laughs> up to the game. <laughs> Sorry, John Krasinski. Uh, and, as uh, much as I love you. you handsome <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, what's the the other gentleman? Who's the only guy from that movie? Why am I blanking? I don't know. I'm blanking, too. Oh, God damn it. He's from Ocean's. He's from the Ocean's Eleven movie as well. George Clooney. Thank you. Oh, I'm so George. What if I come? Uh, I'm here for you. In any case, it wasn't it wasn't good. No. Now, can we look ahead here to I don't know if you want to keep doing it. We only really wanted to do a bet a week during the season. But I just figure it's super wild card weekend and it would be super fun <laughs> to do one other beer bet this week. Yeah, let's let's continue on here through through the playoffs. So, yes. uh, I believe Brought I picked. In. I believe I picked the last one with Tyreek and Calvin Ridley. So it would be on you this week to 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 do the beer bet, and I would be happy to do it. Okay, so there's two games that I was kind of eyeballing for this. Okay, uh, that I was that I was very interested in because one would actually be a revisitation of a bet that we made a few weeks earlier that I lost. And I kind of want to double back on it. It's a Rams versus Seahawks bet. But I, I think I'm actually going to go a different way with this. Okay. So, sorry for the, the blue balls on that. I know you got excited <laughs> that you're going to get a double down on a previous victory. I'm not going that way. Instead, what I'd really like to do is go with the uh, Colts versus Bills. Okay. I already feel like you're going to hate this, but I'm, I'm I already do it. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, obviously I'm not matching up quarterbacks. That's pretty fruitless. I'm not matching up top running backs equally fruitless. I am instead going to go tight end. Oh, that is gross. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you just hate this? I do. Is it going to be team tight end? <laughs> No, 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 no. It's, it's meant to be specific tight end. Ugh. All right. So who are the tight ends? <laughs> Come on. It's it's Dawson Knox from the Bills. And and it's ob- obviously going to be uh, Mo Alley Cox from the Colts. Ugh. That is so gross. Gigantor. Um, it is gross. You know what? No, 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 no. Fuck it. That's, no, that's I'll, I'll take Dawson Knox. <laughs> Will you? All right. I would take Let's Dawson do Knox. Dawson Knox versus Mo Alley Cox. I kind of just like it because it rhymes now, too. And it's maybe the grossest. I know I've given you a lot of shit. For you have given me a lot of shit about we've this. Made. But Super Wildcard Weekend. Let's do a fun one. And then Mo Alley. I'm just typing it into the uh, show sheet here. 
And this is more PPR points. More PPR points. I already know I'm going to have to drink after this one, but what fun will it be if Mo Alley Cox scores a touchdown this weekend? <sighs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a draw and they both have zero points. <laughs> let's let's be honest here. It wouldn't surprise me one fucking bit. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so so gross. It's gonna be welcome extremely to twenty twenty one bets, Dustin. <laughs> Way to start us off strong, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Uh, all right. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to add here before we sign off for the evening? Uh, I think we've pretty much covered everything here. Yep. I got nothing. I'm glad that we could finally do that. I had a lot of fun. At this point, I, I don't even care if anybody else had a lot of fun because I enjoyed the shit out of that oh, episode. Same We've here. We've been wanting to do it forever. So uh, uh, other than that, just enjoy Super Wild Card Weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll get to watch it as, like, you know, just football fans and not homers for once with the Packers getting their first round. Bye. Had to sneak it in at yeah, least that's once. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And don't forget, folks, visit our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. Uh, your favorite team may not be playing in the playoffs, but that doesn't mean the fantasy fun has to end. Go visit Monkey Knife Fight and put some money down. Earn some cheddar back, man. It's a lot of fun. I do it every week. Uh, It gives you something to root for outside of your favorite team. So uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, Yeah, I'm glad to be back here. This was a great episode. I had a lot of fun with this. I'm so glad we finally got it on the show sheet and just decided to do it. Uh, It's it's been back here in the in the back of my head for two years now, and uh, I'm just glad we got it got it done because it was a lot of fun. Uh, We will be posting the a screenshot of the teams uh, with a poll attached to it, so you guys can. Put your votes out there to tell us who you think won or who has the better team. Let's put it that way. Not who won, who has the better team. Uh, so we'll get that out here um, as soon as we get the the podcast uh, out there live for y'all. And I don't think I've said this for a while, but go check us out on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rate and review. Uh, we really do appreciate it. It helps other people find this podcast easier and quicker and faster. Uh, so the more reviews we get, the more five stars. Um, if you want to give us a one star, that's fine. We'll blast you on the podcast about it because um, we we don't like those. But um, give us give us whatever ranking or um, uh, star ranking you want to give us. That's fine. Uh, it does help us out though tremendously so we would appreciate that and tell jake tell people where they can find you they can find me at my name on twitter at jake drobridge all right you can find the podcast at drinking fantasy and you can find me at ff dusty dog and until next week folks keep drinking and talking fantasy football cheers ffers